welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. Each week, I give you a peek into the heavens so you can harness the energy of the planets up there and dictate your fate down here on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti, and I am happy to be here with Mercury in Taurus. So we have had a really explosive Aries season, and most of our Aries season finished up with the sun moving into Taurus, right? But, um, and that was on April 19th, 20th, but we still had Mercury in Aries for a while last week. So what happened was this weekend, we got a lot at that last blow of Mercury being in Aries and squaring Pluto and Jupiter because Pluto and Jupiter are very close together in the sky. And so you may have noticed about uh, God. I mean, the time is just going so fast now. So you may have noticed about a week and a half ago that we had that sun square Aries, sun and Aries square Pluto and Jupiter in Capricorn. And there were a lot of outbursts and a lot of arguments. And then maybe it simmered down a minute. Like it felt really, it felt like we were starting to chill out a bit when the sun went into Taurus and then Mercury was still in Aries. And what happens is when a planet goes to the last degrees of a sign, you actually feel that even more. So Mercury in Aries is very outspoken, very direct, really loves to pull a punch. So when Mercury got to that, those last degrees of Aries and was squaring Pluto and Jupiter over the weekend, we had that last punch. We had that last moment of pulling that punch. We had that last outburst. And it was also magnified by the fact that the sun and Uranus were together. So that brought up surprises. So maybe you were surprised to get an email or a message from someone, or you were surprised by the tone of the email or the message. And I know that happened to me this weekend. And I have been having an ongoing issue in my apartment. And I have gone through having outbursts and fights with lots of people in an effort to fix the problem. And so while I thought that that period of fighting was over, all of a sudden I unexpectedly received this message this weekend that was extremely argumentative and a whole host of other adjectives that I'll leave for another day. So you may have been taken by surprise by how someone treated you this weekend. And it may have brought up a lot of anger and it may have brought up some words of your own that were direct and possibly impulsive. And maybe you were like, Oh, I wish I didn't say that because Mercury and Aries can kind of be that way. It, it talks before it thinks. So luckily, Mercury has now moved into Taurus and our central nervous system can chill out. Our mind can chill out. Our style of communication can chill out. We aren't going to necessarily be on the offense or the defense so much. We'll be looking for some more harmony. Now, I do have to say that Mercury in Taurus, it's not like Mercury being in Libra, where it would want uh, harmony at all costs, right? Mercury in Taurus is still stubborn. 
still really wants to get its way, but it's going to go about it in a more tactful way. So you might not have those outbursts and disagreements. Now, Uranus is still in the mix because we're still in the early degrees of Taurus and Uranus is hanging out in those early degrees of Taurus. So we will have Mercury and Uranus getting together this week. And I'll get into that before we get into the week and we go day by day. I wanted to just give you a little bit of an idea of the theme of the week. Cause that's generally what I do here. So if you're new to me, I talk a little bit at the beginning, I give you a little bit of a sense of what's going on in the theme of the week. And then we get into the nitty gritty. So the theme of this week for me, at least, or how I'm feeling is that now that we have Mercury out of Aries, now that we have all those personal planets out of Aries, you know, I love Aries because I am an Aries and I have um, three of my personal planets in Aries. But I have found that this Aries season has been incredibly challenging. And while Aries generally brings us a season of feeling like excited for new life, excited for spring, excited for all the newness because it's the beginning of the astrological new year, this particular Aries season has been really, really challenging because we've had Pluto and Jupiter and Saturn for a time camped out in Capricorn. And so the Aries planets were squaring that. And as you all know, if you've been listening, we had a big junction of Saturn and Pluto at the beginning of the year. And that's a 36 year cycle that began and it ended a 36 year old 36 year cycle. It was ending on January 12th and a new one was beginning. And so that set the stage for our year. So with that in mind, you know, it, we knew this was going to be a challenging year. We knew this was going to be a year of transformation. We knew this was a year of tearing down the old ways of doing things and building up a different, better world that worked for us in the way that really, that we deserve because the old ways weren't working for us anymore, right? And so we're seeing this happen in our politics. We're seeing this happen in our culture. We're seeing this happen in our society. We did not know that that change was going to be delivered in the style or in the uh, rather in the guise of a pandemic. So the pandemic is really the vehicle of the change that we knew was coming, right? But we had no idea because astrology is really about, it's a tool for getting to know yourself, for understanding your relationship with the cosmos, but it's not fortune telling. So we didn't know that it was going to be a pandemic, but we knew that there was going to be life events that really pushed us out of our comfort zone, even though that sounds so cliche and into transformation. Because the thing is, we don't make change unless the current state is really, really, really uncomfortable. Because as human beings, we're always craving what is safe and secure. And that's a great segue into Taurus and the themes of the week, because we've had a lot of change. We've had a lot of getting things, uh, getting the rug pulled out from under us. We've had a lot of things being really challenging, change coming in challenging ways that bring on lots of sadness, lots of grief. And here's the thing. Taurus is about sustainability. Aries is about rev, 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 rev the energy, rev the engines, let's get going. Taurus is about how can I sustain the energy? How can I sustain the growth? So Taurus is not really interested in revving, revving, revving. It's interested in finding that sustainability which is great for us because 
a lot of us have started new things. A lot of us have gone ahead and taken our business online. A lot of us are homeschooling our children. A lot of us have new projects on our agendas, whether or not we chose them. We've done that initial piece of revving to get it going. And now we get to settle in a little bit and allow ourselves to enjoy what it is to make it sustainable. So how can you make what you're doing sustainable? And so one of my favorite books on this is Essentialism. If you've never read it, this is a great time to read it. Um, Virgo season is the best time to read it because if anyone is an essentialist, it's a Virgo, moon and Virgo right here. So that's why I love the book. But Essentialism is a great book because it basically tells you how to make one decision so that you can not make 10 more decisions, right? And Taurus, while Taurus can be on the hoarder side of things, they're like organized hoarders. They like to keep all their stuff. They do really appreciate things being uh, simplified. And, you know, earth signs in general want things to be efficient. They want things to run efficiently. They want things to be structured and organized. They find enjoyment in organizing, systematizing, making things run in an efficient manner, whether that's a business or their closet or their relationships or whatever it is. So with that in mind, I don't know why I thought of essentialism, but you know, right now is a great time to consider how is what you're, how can you make what you're doing sustainable? How can you make what you're doing last for the long haul? Do you want it to last for the long haul? Are we looking at forever? Are we looking at one year? Are we looking at five years? And that's kind of where our minds are this week. So I wanted to mention that because we might be feeling like a little down. I've been noticing on Instagram, a lot of people are saying they're feeling a little bit down this week. Notice just talking to people that everyone feels a little bit down. I think it's because we had this high energy of Aries. We had this high energy of go, 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 go. And Aries is really quick on its feet. It likes to be like figuring something out, making decisions, doesn't need to have a pro and con list, goes with the gut. You know, one of the most enviable things about Aries people, and I I get, I know this because I am one and people often share this with me, is that we kind of make a decision and then we just go and do it. And we don't have analysis paralysis. And so we've all been in that state because we are in a state where we have to be like that. We are basically in survival mode right now. And so you go to the grocery store and you have to make that quick decision of like, oh my God, there's only this. I thought I wanted, I wanted to buy chicken, but they only have beef. So I got to buy it and I got to just figure out a recipe or whatever the situation is for you. Like, like they don't have almond milk. I have to buy oat milk. Okay. Let's just, we'll change it up. We'll do something different. We're all in that kind of survival place of making quick decisions to get through and not necessarily having the time to weigh out the pros and cons. And that was very Aries. And Aries is a great sign to have when you need to be in that mind space of fast thinking, making it happen, and not necessarily weighing it out, right? But now we've created whatever we've created. Now we've taken the business online. Now we've, you know, hopefully built up our food reserves and we have canned beans to last till June. And we have, you know, we have some things in place. We figured some stuff out about what we're going through. And now we can sort of settle in and say, okay, how do I make this sustainable? How do I actually take care of myself so I'm not exhausted all the time? 
how do I make this online thing actually work so it's paying me and I am not just giving my shit away for free? Sorry, I didn't mean to say shit, but you know, just said it again. How, how do I do all these things in a way that doesn't wipe me out so I can conserve my energy so I can go for the long haul? Because now we're realizing that this thing, it's not necessarily as short lived as we hoped, right? And so there was a Harvard study that came out this week that we may be social distancing until 2022, And I think that this is all very Taurus. It's all very Taurian in the sense that we're seeing the long haul. We're seeing what the sustainability of this new normal is. And we're having these talks about reopening the economy. But at the same time, it's like, can we really reopen the economy? What are we doing? What is the sustainability in that? How can we do that in a way so that it is sustainable? So it doesn't, it doesn't make the situation worse. These are, these are all very Taurus concepts. These are all very Taurian in the sense that we're weighing all this stuff out. We're not in a reactive mode anymore. Aries is reactive. It's impulsive. It, it gets the information and then it, it spits it back out from the gut. Taurus is not doing that. Taurus is much more about the heart, right? And so the heart, the heart, you know, as much as the heart, we can talk about intuition and that has something to do with the heart. Emotions um, and feelings are not always fact, right? So when we're dealing with emotions and feelings, we have to have the pro and con list because the emotions and the feelings aren't always fact. And I guess that's what I was really getting at. So now that you're sitting at home, I know that you're thinking, I can't wait till I get back to the yoga studio. But guess what? You don't have to wait. I've created a virtual yoga studio called the Online Yoga Club. You can join me Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, as well as Sunday at 5.45 p.m. Eastern time. We meet Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for a one-hour flow class and Sundays for restorative and meditation. The best part about online yoga club is that it's not only live, but you also get the recordings and it creates a sense of routine for you. So instead of every day feeling like a monotonous, I get up, I make coffee, I work, I go to sleep. Now you have yoga and not only do you have yoga with me, you have yoga with a bunch of people that you're going to get to know their names and see them four nights a week. So join us in the online yoga club. You can get all the details on my website, veronicaparetti.com slash yoga. Okay. So I never know what I'm going to talk about. I write all of these notes and then I end up coming on here and then I talk about something totally different than I thought I was going to talk about. Okay. So let's go through the week with all of that in mind. So Mercury had a really busy weekend. You know, he squared Pluto and Jupiter. Pluto went retrograde this weekend. Oh yeah, that little footnote. So much going on in the skies. It's like Pluto going retrograde doesn't even matter. No, it does matter. But the outer planets do spend half the year retrograde. So I don't talk about it a ton because I don't think it really impacts us a ton. I do think that the time when a planet goes retrograde is the most important part of it. When it stations to go retrograde or stations to go direct, that is the time to talk about it because that's when we're going to feel it the most. And so you may have been feeling Pluto a lot. And, you know, Pluto really deals with the things that live below the surface and transformation and power. 
lots of power struggles coming up, lots of transformative circumstances that are pushing your transformation are coming up, things that you didn't think about that were living underneath the surface coming up, all that stuff has been going on. We all know that, right? So we've been feeling that and you may have been feeling that even more last week. And then yesterday on Monday, because I'm actually recording this on April 28th, Tuesday, but on Monday, the 27th, Mercury moved into Taurus. And you may have noticed, similar to like when the when the sun went into Taurus on the 19th, 20th, you may have noticed that your central nervous system started to kind of chill out. So I noticed while I was feeling really angry over the weekend, yesterday I was kind of tired and over it. I was like, I don't want to fight anymore. I just want to live my life. I was really craving stillness, really craving quiet, really craving just being done with it. And that's not surprising because Mercury moved into Taurus and we're all feeling a little bit more like we want to ground and we don't necessarily want to be in that heightened emotional experience. So earth signs don't necessarily want to experience those high highs of the emotions. So fire signs are very passionate. So when we have Mercury and Aries, we're feeling very passionate, whether that passion was anger or love or inspiration, whatever it was coming up, coming up as there was a passion underlying it. Now we're a little less interested in passion and we're a little more interested in, in finding some reliable grounded energy. Something I mentioned last week was that we were going to start to get more predictable timelines. And so that is another reason I'm mentioning that Harvard study, because whether or not it's accurate, well, I don't know how accurate it is. I'm not a scientist. I do not profess to be one. You know, I don't know how accurate that is, the Harvard study about social distancing being in place until 2022. But I do know that in this Taurus season, we're going to start to see more reliable, predictable timelines. And that's probably the beginning of that. And I think that we are all having that that moment of realization that our hopes for the timeline being short are maybe not so accurate. And I think we'll have more information as tour season goes on and we still have a few more weeks. We have a lot of it, most of it left. So we'll see how that unfolds. And Mercury being in Taurus will probably bring a lot more of that accuracy as well. So today, Mercury is actually squaring Saturn. And so if you're feeling a little bit down today, then that's why. So the mind is ruled by Mercury. It's our way of figuring things out and making things make sense. And Mercury is squaring Saturn. And Saturn really likes to create boundaries and it likes to rein us in. So if you've been like dreaming really big and you started a lot of cool stuff during Aries season, if you were one of those people like me who really took Aries season and the pandemic as a time to really push lots of new business opportunities out there, then good. Good for you. Good for me. Good for everyone who was able to take that energy, harness it and use it for something positive. And I know that's not everyone. And if that's not you, that's totally okay because your airy season was what it had to be, right? So with that in mind, you know, we have this moment today where Mercury square Saturn and it's like, maybe you're feeling limited, maybe you're feeling burdened, but you're asking those really important questions of, is this viable long-term? You're asking the important questions of where do I want to be in a year? You're asking the question of like, 
like one of the questions that's coming up for a lot of people, including myself living in New York is like, why do we live here? You know, I mean, I love New York, but we're having these questions about our future. And yeah, I think that we are all feeling a little bit of the weight of the burden of the situation that we're in. And I want to remind you, because I remind you almost every week, I think, I hope I do, that you are meant to be here at this moment on this planet to be a part of this. And while this really, really is so challenging right now, I promise that is it is going to be the opportunity for us to rebuild the world that we want to be a part of. So you were meant to be here. And there is a great amount of personal responsibility that has to do with, with being on the planet at this moment. And there is a great uh, amount of burden that comes with that. And so you might be feeling that on an energetic level, you know, on the big, big energetic level. And on the smaller level, you might be having those conversations with your partner or your family or your friends. Like, why do I live in New York? Like, why do I live in this, you know, expensive place when I'm not even enjoying it right now? Like, like, I was saying to my mother yesterday, the suburbs look so good right now. So you might be having that. You might be saying to yourself, the suburbs look so good right now. And if you're a person that already lives in the suburbs, I envy you. Um, so with that in mind, you know, Mercury and Saturn is making that, that connection today is a little bit, it's a hard aspect. Squares are challenging. So we might be feeling a little bit burdened. So moving on from there, we've got uh, Wednesday. So tomorrow, when I'm recording this, Wednesday, you are going to have the last day of the moon in Cancer. So the moon has been in Cancer Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week, which is another thing that also kind of helped our central nervous system chill out a bit. But on Wednesday, it gets to the later degrees of Cancer, and it is going to oppose Pluto and Jupiter. So you might be feeling a little bit tense tomorrow. I think that tomorrow the moon might be a little cranky in general. The moon rules our emotions. So if you're feeling a little cranky tomorrow, you know, it might be because the moon is posing Pluto and Jupiter, but the moon is also trining Neptune tomorrow. So it's a great day to set aside some time for meditation, for daydreaming, for journaling, for writing, all of that stuff. You know, whenever the moon trines Neptune, it inspires us to really allow our feelings to have their space right? Because Neptune, yes. So, you know, if you are a cancer or anyone with a lot of cancer in your chart, you are ruled by the moon. So your emotions are going to fluctuate, you know, maybe more than those of us who maybe have less water in their chart or no cancer in their chart or less cancer in their chart. So with that said, we've got a little bit of a cranky moon tomorrow, a lot of different sort of energies going on tomorrow with the moon. But when in doubt, give yourself space. In general, during this time, we are going through a we are going through a collective trauma. Give yourself space every day. But tomorrow when the moon trines Neptune, it's a great day to give yourself space to meditate, to dream, to journal, to do the things that make you feel connected to spirit. So that might be taking a bath. That might be just laying on the floor. That might be taking a restorative yoga class. That might be putting on, you know, a particular type of music that you like. Like for me, if I just put on Sonata and Car and put my legs up the wall, like nothing is better than that if I really want to just be with myself. So that is uh, something you can consider for tomorrow. And then remember that we do have that opposition of the moon to Pluto and Jupiter. So some tougher feelings might come up. 
on Thursday, the moon is, we're going to have the first quarter of the moon. So this is really important. So we talk about the moon phase a lot in the Luminary League. And so you might um, be familiar with the Luminary League. It is my membership program on Patreon. And so a lot of people that love the Essential Astrocast come and join me on the Luminary League. And the Luminary League basically is like an awesome community of women. We get together every full moon and I uh, record a new moon ritual for them for the new moon. And in between we mark the phases of the moon so that we can start to really work with our moon and new moon intentions in a really uh, intentional and practical and productive way. So tomorrow is the first quarter of the moon or rather Thursday is the first quarter of the moon. And the first quarter of the moon is basically when you take your intentions, the first week of the moon cycle, which we just we're in right now is like doing the planning and the prepping. And then we get to the first quarter of the moon, which is going to be on Thursday. And that is like, Oh, okay. Now I can take action and take my intention out into the world. I can test drive it. So that's kind of what's going to be happening on Thursday. And then that actually goes into the second half of the week where I think we're going to have a very different vibe, a very different energy. Okay. So we're going to have that first quarter of the moon and then Mercury is going to conjunct Uranus. When Mercury conjuncts Uranus, we are going to have that light bulb moment. So that same day that we have the first quarter of the moon on Thursday, that's the 30th, we're also going to have the Mercury and Uranus coming together. So the more that you are stuck in your ways and resisting change, if you are one of those people that I am talking to who is resisting taking your business online, if you're resisting social media, if you're resisting all the new ways of doing work in the world, that transit's going to be a lot more challenging for you. If you're a person that's always looking for the opportunities, if you're a person that's always interested in learning the new way of doing something, then that transit's going to be very helpful to you. So that is Thursday, April 30th, Mercury and Uranus coming together. On Friday, it's going to be May 1st. Can you believe it? Unbelievable. Friday is going to be May 1st and the moon is going to be talking to Venus and we're going to have, that's going to be nice. So the moon is going to, is going to be in Leo. So the moon moves into Leo on Wednesday. And then the moon in Leo, that's fire. It's going to be talking to Venus and Gemini. That's air. And air makes fire burn brighter. So you might take those ideas that you had on Thursday, and you might be really finding some momentum with them on Friday. And then Friday from 12.04 p.m. Eastern time through the end of the day, the moon is void, of course. So you don't want to necessarily launch something or start something new in the latter half of Friday. Now, Saturday, the moon goes into Virgo. And now that's really interesting. We're going to have a very, very good weekend for doing work. So if you've been feeling like a little bit down early in this week and you're like, oh, maybe I'll just push it to the weekend. I just don't feel up to it you're in luck because this is going to be a great weekend to get down to work. So the moon's going to go into Virgo and it's going to be having really nice conversations with Mercury, the sun and Uranus. So get to work this weekend. On Sunday, we might have a little bit of some discomfort when we have a T-square. So we're going to have a T-square between the moon, Neptune and Venus And that Venus in Gemini is going to push the energy towards Sagittarius. So on Sunday, Sunday is going to be a day where you might be very gullible in your relationships. Someone might be trying to take advantage of your naivete. 
and you really want to look for the truth. So if you're having relationship stuff come up on Sunday, make sure that you're staying connected to the truth, whatever the truth is for you. Okay. Whatever your truth is, don't allow someone else to make their truth, your truth. Okay. That's on Sunday. The other thing about Sunday is that the moon's going to be working really nicely with Pluto and Jupiter. So, so there is going to be some grounding there for you because Pluto and Jupiter and Capricorn, they are in the process of uh, tearing down our old structures and our old ways of doing things. So the moon's going to work with them and you might be, you know, feeling a little bit interested in tearing down the old ways and someone might be trying to convince you that the old ways are the right ways. And you might be like, no, it's not. I know that's not my truth. On Monday, the moon is going to go into Libra, which will be lovely. It's going to trine Saturn and Aquarius. And that's going to be great because on Monday of next week, so we're talking about the 4th of May, we're going to have the moon working really nicely with Saturn. So whatever you are working on, whatever you're taking inspired action on this week, whatever, however you're taking your intention and putting it out into the world, those elements are going to help you on Monday. And that's not the only thing. The sun and Mercury are going to come together on Monday. And so when the sun and Mercury come together, that's another like electric storm for your mind. So that means that the creative ideas are going to be flowing. You're going to feel confident. You're going to feel like the the plans are falling into place because the sun is in Taurus. Mercury is in Taurus. They're going to get together. They're going to meet up. They're going to have a date. And when that happens, it's like having your mind on fire, but in a good way, meaning it's lit up and it's working. It's firing on all cylinders. And so it gives us confidence in what we have to say. It makes us feel like we can just say what we have to say, feel understood, we feel powerful, we feel empowered, our words are embodied, all of that. You know, especially when it's in a when it's in a earth sign, because that's that's grounded. That means that our words are coming from that place of grounded knowledge of knowing you might start to see the rewards of the work you've been doing. And it really, you know, Sun and Mercury coming together in Taurus, because Taurus really, Taurus is traditionally ruled by Venus, and it's Venus as the goddess of money and material wealth and being able to manifest on the earthly plane, right? So it's love as well, you know, it's beauty as well, it's it's comfort as well, it's having an eye for design, yes, all those things. But you know, those things are are very Libra Venus. And when Venus is in Taurus, she wants to make a little bit of money. She wants to count her pennies and she wants to have predictable income and all of those things. So you are really going to get a taste. If you've been doing the work on Monday, when the sun and Mercury get together in Taurus, you're going to get a taste of reaping the rewards of the work you've been doing. And you're going to get a taste of what it feels like to create your own abundance. And as I like to say, dictate your own fate. And that is the perfect day to lean in to that mantra of mine, dictate your fate and see how you're actually doing that in your life right now. On Tuesday, it's going to be Cinco de Mayo, and the moon is going to have a mixed bag of aspects that day. So it's going to be a little bit anything goes on Tuesday. The moon's going to have some tough aspects. It's going to be in Libra, squaring Capricorn planets, and then it's going to be trining Venus and Mars, which is sweet. So 
We'll see how Tuesday feels. Again, it's a mixed bag. That's what I've got for the week. Next week, we will have a full moon. So we're going to have a full moon next week in the sign of Scorpio. That is one of typically one of the more intense full moons. If you're interested in following the moon cycle with me, definitely come on over to the Luminary League. You can join on my website, veronicapretty.com slash Luminary League. And for the full moon, we do an in-person Zoom virtual workshop. And at the end, I do little mini readings for everyone who's there live. So it's a great opportunity to dive into the moon cycle, to get some support around using the moon in manifesting your intentions. And it's just a wonderful community. And right now, feeling in community with like-minded people who are doing the work that you're doing, it's really important. It's really important especially if you're feeling lonely in any way, shape, or form. So that's what I got for you this week. I hope that you are taking care of yourself. Again, this is Taurus time. Take it easy. Go slow. No rushing. Plenty of spaciousness. Good meals. Nutritious food. You want to nourish yourself. You want to feel really good about yourself. You know, if you take the time to take a bath, take the time to do what feels like luxury to you. Right now, luxury is simple. Luxury might be seltzer and Bravo. I mean, that's luxury to me all the time. But really do take care of yourself and do things for yourself that make you feel good because that is honoring the Venus and the Taurus in all of us, in all of our charts. All right. So have a wonderful week and I'll see you back here next week. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Oh, and if you like the show, please take a moment to leave a review. It will help more people just like you use astrology to dictate their own fate.